0: This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman.
1: What's up, everybody? We are, in fact, back two weeks in a row, Steve. We made it. (laughs) Small talk. (laughs) We made it. It's episode 151. Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman, we are both here. And after a two and a half, I think maybe a little longer week hiatus, the fact that we're doing two of these back to back, it feels pretty good, Steve
0: it does uh healthy back back and better than ever as Greeny used to say uh feel good i feel like i'm completely over it thank you to everyone for the well wishes i promise you it was not as serious as i try to downplay as much as possible but it, i was lucky it was fine and uh fully recovered good to go quarantine period is over so i'm ready to, ready to get back at it
1: well i knew that you were feeling okay because you had some great hot takes and the impromptu hoops with the but you mm-hmm. did sound a little stuffy so i think people got concerned
0: do i sound better now i feel like i'm good right yes
1: you sound yeah. much better, you sound like I'm no longer crying,
0: a. which is great, just randomly, so tears are not streaming down my face. we feel like we're good to go uh and um yeah, I think we got a lot of good things planned here I, we got a lot of stuff that we've got off our chest first we've got two I think yes. like, story dilemmas, and we got a cool draft coming for later.
1: yes, we have two. Relationship slash wedding conversations that we want to have, and then we're going to do a draft here at the end. So last week we talked about beards, and we talked about Travis Kelsey shaving his beard and the shocking, uh, man. It was just I can't believe what he looked like without hair on his face. And so we were talking about how beards and a bald head is a good look for a dude. And then Steve and I were texting, and we're like, we should do a draft of good looks on dudes. So I don't know if that's the official. Title, it's a working title. The Dude Look Draft. Are we good with that, Steve? The Dude, the dude look, look Draft. draft.
0: If, you're, if you're like a C, C-plus guy right now, and you're looking to bump that up to like a B-plus and maybe even A-minus. We've got a couple of things that you should try out to, uh, to help you become a top-tier dude in the Dude Looks department.
1: That's right. So we're going to do a Dude Look Draft. And before we get to that, Steve, would you rather talk about a wedding Dilemma or an engagement dilemma, because we've got one of each this week.
0: Let's go. Well, let's just go in order. Let's go uh, engagement because we'll get the engagement first and the wedding second.
1: Okay, I love that. Let me pull it up here. So I saw this on social media and I wanted to bring this to your attention. So a man proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance, and instead of buying a ring, he presented her with a receipt of her seventy thousand dollar student loan debt being paid in full. She thanked him, was very appreciative of this, But said she still requires a ring before she gets married. So I wanted to get your take as a married man, someone who has proposed before. Do you think that this woman is being reasonable because a ring is still part of the deal if you're going to get married? Or do you think she's being completely ungrateful because he paid off her entire $70,000 worth of student debt and was setting her up for the future to be financially sound as they come together as man and wife?
0: So she gave her the receipt. And she was like, thank you, but this isn't enough. Correct. This isn't enough. I think this may surprise you, but I actually kind of side with her. What? Um, I know. I, I kind of feel like that would be somewhat surprising, but here's my thought on it. If you have $70,000, first off, paying off student loans, that's great. It's amazing. But if you have $70,000 to pay off a student loan with, there's a good chance that you have enough money extra to buy a ring. Even if it's not a nice ring, just like a nice band or something, maybe it's a grand, whatever. I still feel like if she really wanted to get married, to get engaged, and really—and you knew she really wanted a ring, you should still have bought her a ring. Why didn't you just pay 65000 of that thing off? Leave the 5000 You can pay that off as you go. You got a couple of months you know, left over. Pay the interest. It's okay. You'll survive. And use that extra $5,000 to buy her a ring. I have to feel like he knew that she wanted a ring, Um, unless you completely surprise this out of nowhere. But I I do think, you know, call me old fashioned, call me whatever you want, but I don't think it's ridiculous to want at least some form of ring on your finger when you get engaged. What is she gonna do? Like show all of her friends her receipt for her student loan (laughs) debt? Like, that's not not that cool. So, and I get it, it's, it's an incredible gesture by him. Obviously, it means that he, He's, he's a good guy he thought this out. But I still think the traditionalist in me thinks that he kind of could have done both. So I kind of side with her. Not that, and again, this is going to come up. I don't think she's ungrateful. I don't think she's like, well, screw you. This is what I wanted. But I don't blame her for wanting the ring as well.
1: Maybe, Steve, she could have worn it in the lanyard around her neck, you know, like when you go to a game and they have the ticket in the lanyard, the little clear sleeve. Yeah. Instead of the ring, she could have just worn the lanyard with the receipt.
0: But I mean, it is a like kind of a funny story, but Let's be honest, everybody who gets engaged, they want to put up the picture on Instagram with the ring, get a couple hundred, maybe thousand likes from all their friends and have that 15 minutes of fame, so, so, so to speak. You can't do that with what he did. So it's kind of uncomfortable. So the fact that you would engage with someone, engage, uh, get engaged to someone, propose to them and not buy them a ring of any kind, I mean, it could have been like a freaking... Uh, a ring pop, whatever, some, th- some sort of symbolic ring thing that she could actually wear. I think that's a miss by him. I really do. And again, I'm not trying to sit here and, and spend other people's money, but if you've got 70 grand to spend to pay off someone's student debt, there's a pretty good chance that you've got a couple extra grand lying around to buy some sort of decent ring for your fiance. Have I persuaded you at all? I, I know you, you seem to be completely on the other side of this.
1: You know, what's amazing is I'm more than willing to spend other people's money. Okay. Well,
0: that's (laughs) fine. Yeah, we can do that. I don't want to tell this guy how to do his thing, but, you know, come on. I feel like, you know, you're probably doing okay if you're you're spending 70 grand, like a, you know, snap of a finger.
1: I cannot believe this because usually I would be on the female side and you would be on the dude side. You're much more of a hard-nosed practical guy than I am. I... While being traditional, also like the glamour of things, as we know. But I got to tell you, Steve, I am not on her side at all here. And maybe it's my age here, but I just feel like the older that I've gotten and I've been to so many weddings and I've seen a lot of people I know in my 30s be divorced already. So many people do not care about the relationship. They just want the things for other people to see. You're right. So no, I, would, curious, I
0: wouldn't look, disagree with that. You're 100% this, right.
1: And I'm looking at this situation like, here's this guy that actually wants to build a life with this person and he loves her and he knows that this is something that she has to pay off her entire life. And he's thinking, Instead of taking all this money and buying it on a ring that, yes, you would wear every day. And yes, potentially we could sell if you needed money. I just think that he was making a very practical decision saying, I'm going to take care of this for you so that we can start fresh in our new life together. So and you'd while, be okay with
0: that? You, If someone yeah, did that to you, you would be okay totally. with that?
1: And, you know, I got to tell you, the ring thing, I see so many girls who have the same exact ring. It's the same cut, it's the same style. And I wonder if 10 years from now, if that's still a ring they'll even like. Cause I know a lot of girls too that are like, oh, I wish I would have gotten a silver yep. band or like, you that's know, that's why what we I mean? went
0: classic with, uh, exactly. with when I bought Maddie's ring.
1: But you're never going to be like, oh, man, I'm really bummed that I don't have $70,000 worth of student debt. And I just wish more people in life would do things for themselves and do things for the relationship and less for social media. It's I'm an really incredible gesture. Of, like, the social media flaunting. It's very no, annoying to me.
0: You're right. But I mean, I also feel like there's a good chance that someone would post that. Oh, look at my, my. say she'd love this. She would instantly post, my fiance is so great. Look, he paid off my student debt with a picture of right. her seat. There would be some sort of social media element to that, too. So I don't. Right you know and i'm going to quote taylor swift here uh, you know the, the whole <laughs> i like shiny things but i'd marry you with paper rings it's not that it has to be some amazing ring it just has to be something the symbolism of putting a ring on someone's finger again call me old school i'm not going to blame her for wanting that it's like if you really wanted a wedding but your wedding partner was like hey i'll pay off your student debt we don't have a wedding would you be pumped about that you know i don't know if you grew up wanting that part and wanting that ring and wanting that celebration with your family or that wedding i understand even if it's old fashioned and maybe a little bit corny. I get why she would want that. And again, I'll go back to the point. I just, I feel like there's some way we could have done both of these things. And if he really, really knew about her and loved her and see, I'm getting to, I'm getting to hot water here. Cause I don't, it's not that I don't think he loves her, but he should have known that she probably wanted a ring. So again, maybe you budget 60 grand towards student loans, 10 grand towards the ring. You know what I mean? There's gotta be some sort of compromise there for you to know your fiance enough to know that she really wants a ring. And that's really like a really important part of getting engaged to her. So I, I'm not going to blame, I'm not really blaming him for it. Cause it's, again, it's an incredible gesture, but um, I don't know if she really wanted that. I, I just don't blame her for it.
1: Here's where I will side with you. And I'm going to ignore the fact that you quoted Taylor Swift. Okay. We're going to put that the You're Team Taylor now. now. Come on. Only folklore. We know this. Okay. But- I'm with you. And that even though I think it's an, an incredible gesture and that he is thinking about them as a collective for the future, he also in this moment needs to think about what's going to make her happy. This Correct. is a moment for it's the both about of you, of you. Well, it is about him. Mm. It's about both of them, mm. but I wonder if he knew that she really wanted the ring and did it. Anyway, do you know he went against what she would want anyway, just kind of like hoping for the best. We don't know all the details. If this was a genuine surprise and then, She was disappointed. But I have to imagine that if you're going to propose to someone, you have probably lived with them. I'm sure you've talked about marriage at some point. And if she really, really, really wanted a ring and you knew the cut, you knew the style, she's talked to her friends about it, and you knew that paying off the student debt and not getting a ring would disappoint her, that's a completely different conversation for me because that also is something that I think is problematic in a relationship when you don't listen to the needs and wants of your partner. Like there has to be a middle ground on everything.
0: Yes, here's what I think happened. I don't think, and I'm guessing here, I don't think they talked it through enough. I think they knew they wanted to get engaged. He thought it would be a really cool gesture. And again, it is a really cool gesture. I'm not saying it's not.
1: Sounds and like He, didn't, it's
0: he didn't he didn't talk to her friends or her family or even really her about it. He was like, This is a really cool thing, and I'm gonna be really unique about it. And probably underestimated the fact that she is a bit of a traditionalist and wanted a ring. And I don't even think it's that much of a traditionalist attitude to just want a ring when you get engaged. So I feel bad calling someone a loser here or, or saying that someone did something wrong because again, 70 grand student loan, its that's amazing, period. Like obviously he cares about this girl and I don't think that's a problem, but I don't blame her for being disappointed or a little bit you know, upset or wanting a ring in this relationship because that's just what people want. And I don't think you can argue with her or tell her she's wrong because it's her life and, you know, it's her engagement and she can handle it the way she wants to handle it. So I think if there's any sort of way to reallocate that budget or, you know, maybe if you didn't fully pay the check yet, pay the 70 grand yet, keep a little bit of that, and just buy her something. And then everyone's happy. And you can go on and get married,
1: go to a pawn shop, right? <laughs> just get a bring there.
0: Yeah. Get I mean, it on, the, again, on the
1: discount. No one will know.
0: Go to like the mall and buy her. Just it's the symbolism of it for me. It doesn't even have to be something nice. It's just this, it's, it's symbolically putting a ring on someone's finger when you ask them to marry you. And that's that's important to a lot of people.
1: And it is a symbol to the world that you are taken.
0: That's true. How, exactly. She's not going to she's not going to carry out her papers and people are going to notice that her student loan papers and people are going to know that she's taken. Cool gesture, but I understand both sides. I'm not trying to play okay. like sit on the fence guy, but that's just kind of how I feel.
1: Well, I would say after this first debate, we're on opposite sides of the desk.
0: That is true. This is like the first take of relationships. Here we go. Yeah, First take relationship edition. I. Yeah, I got to start yelling at you and using bigger words.
1: <laughs> deplorable, Steve. Absolutely Blasphemous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that she would ask for a room. Okay. Second conundrum here in a relationship. So I saw this on Barstool and I'm going to give you the background here before we get to the issue. So. A couple gets married, destination wedding, $11,000 for the wedding. It included 40 guests. Any additional Allegedly. Any additional guests costing $120 per person, okay? So the couple plans this entire destination wedding in Jamaica, and a couple decided to skip the ceremony. They didn't go. If I am getting this correctly, hang on one second.
0: They skipped um, the ceremony, meaning like them actually getting married, like on a beach, Right.
1: Yes, they did not go to the dinner because here's how I know, Steve, because the couple, the newly wedded couple sent the couple that did not show up an invoice and charged them for not showing up to the dinner. Oh, boy. Yes. Hold on.
0: I need way more information here. Okay,
1: so I'm looking at the invoice. Here it is on Twitter and up in the top left hand corner, the sender, it says Doug and Deborah wedding reception, Royalton Negril. Wedding in Jamaica, okay? Invoice number one sent to the couple, no call, no show guest. The description is a wedding reception dinner no show. And then here in the notes, it says this invoice is being sent to you because you confirmed seats at the wedding reception during the final headcount. The amount above is the cost of your individual seats because you didn't call or give us proper notice that you wouldn't be in attendance. The amount is what you owe for paying for your seat in advance. You can pay via Zelle. i never heard of Zelle or PayPal. Yeah. Please reach like I- out. Okay, then or whatever. Please reach out to us and let us know which method of payment works for you. Thank you! Exclamation point and the total amount two hundred and forty dollars sent to the uh, no show. So showers. passive
0: aggressive. Uh, I need, but I need more context here because okay, so there's a destination wedding. Did yes, they go not back to
1: the original um, tweet here? Go ahead.
0: Did they not show up? At all. They RSVP'd said, yes, we will be going to this. We are going to come to Jamaica and we'll go. So they didn't go to Jamaica or they did go to Jamaica and just skipped out on the entire ceremony. Like, how did that, do you know?
1: All we know is that they did not show up to the dinner.
0: Okay. So I'm going to assume that they just didn't come, that they just didn't get on a plane. They didn't go, right? They said yes. And then they just, for whatever reason, it didn't go. Yes, Uh, that's what I would imagine. I, okay. Most people in this scenario would just silently judge and be pissed off and just eat the couple hundred bucks, right? From this couple yes. who are clearly assholes, if we're being honest, like that's a dick move. I don't know what their relationship was like with these people. If they're, I think if, if they're friends, it's probably easier than family. Sometimes with family, it's a little more difficult to do that. But if these are like friends that just RCPDS and then just didn't show up, didn't show up and cost you or whoever's paying for the wedding, maybe your parents, like a couple hundred bucks. I kind of... Don't have a problem with that. Would I do it personally? No, I would silently judge them and probably not be friends with them going forward for the rest of my life because that is a dick move, like I said at the beginning. But I, I kind of respect the fact that they're like, we're not going to let you be a dick and be an idiot. We're going to hold you accountable for basically just screwing up what was a pretty expensive night in our life. It's not a big deal that you don't want to go. Like, I've had plenty of destination weddings. I'm sure you've um, been, invite, been invited to plenty of destination weddings. It's okay to say no. Like, I, I don't want to, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't have it in the funds right now to hang out for a week with you and your and your significant other when I actually want to go on a vacation that I'm going to enjoy. So I have said no to plenty of destination weddings. Just say no up front. Don't say yes. And then just don't go and have them be out of a couple hundred bucks or even maybe even more. So while I wouldn't do it personally, I actually don't really have a problem with this couple doing that.
1: Yeah. If you're having a destination wedding and it's under a hundred guests, you're clearly on the, you're in the inner circle enough to get invited to a small destination wedding, which means that, you know, the couple enough to give them the heads up. If you're not coming, I think that's so incredibly rude of them to just not show up and leave this couple with, or their parents or who's ever paying for it with the bill. And so you're right. I think just in life in general, we could all benefit from a little bit more direct communication. And instead of doing what most people would do and talking shit about the couple that didn't show up to everyone they know and saying, can you believe they didn't show up? And then, you know, doing like the smile when they see them, but probably never really being friends with them for the rest of their lives. Why not just face the issue head on? If they were bold enough to RSVPS and then not show up to the wedding with no regards to the couple or no, call, then I'm fine with the couple taking it into their own hands and saying, you know what, here's the invoice.
0: And I think this is a bigger picture thing. We just need to start as a society holding people who are either oblivious or just intentionally, or even sometimes unintentionally rude in cases like this. This is a rude thing to do. Holding people like that accountable, I think is okay. You know, hey, If you want to be an asshole, then here are the consequences. We're sending you an invoice and a bill because you fucked our shit up. And in the grand scheme of life, you know, them not going to your wedding is not that big of a deal. It happens all the time. But it's just a weird minor inconvenience that's actually incredibly rude and disrespectful to the people that are throwing this wedding or having this wedding. So I kind of am okay with holding people, holding stupid people more accountable for their stupid actions. You know what I mean?
1: I would love that. Okay, let me throw this at you just randomly because I thought about this. And also having consideration for others. If you can't comprehend that someone is going to have to pay for the food that's being presented for you, if you don't show up to a wedding, then I don't know what to tell you. How are you functioning through life, right? This is so random, but today I went to Starbucks to get a coffee before the show and I'm standing in line and the girl behind me comes in carrying a dog, like a full medium-sized dog inside an indoor Starbucks. And I'm thinking, how do you know that no one in here is allergic to dogs? This is not a dog place. We weren't on a patio. There's no sign that says, hey, Dogs are cool, like heads up if there's a dog in here and the dog was barking and making noise. And not that I care about that, but I just thought that seems to be a pretty inconsiderate move considering you don't know the people's situation around you. What if there was a little kid in there that was afraid of dogs? It just seems like no consideration for anyone else. And I am a dog lover. I'll say I'm
0: pro-dogs. I say i am pro dogs, dogs. i do not know if you're gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not going down this dogs. I'm not going I'm down just... this with you because I think dogs should be able to get wherever the hell they want, really. somewhat <laughs> behaved. But no, I understand your greater point. You know what I mean? My greater
1: point of just consider others, you know, maybe I love your dog, but maybe this is not the spot for him.
0: No, I think, I think we have sort of, I think we've sort of evolved into this as a society where it's, it's just whatever's convenient for you. That's kind of the way that you live your life. And sometimes, and this goes back to our lack of awareness and our awareness, our life awareness ratings that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where people just don't have that. So I'm sure this couple that just didn't go to the wedding, I'm sure this wasn't just an isolated incident. They've probably done some other shady shit. They're probably not the greatest friends or you know, everybody has that friend that's kind of, you know, is flaky, right? Or will just no show for certain things or just isn't dependable, right? I'm sure this couple has had a past of doing things like that. So again, we had this thing on Ryan's show where, uh, what was it? Oh, there was this guy who... Just refused to show up on time to a wedding that he was in, right? And it was a major inconvenience to anyone, but he just didn't really think it was that big of a deal. People he was need in the to, wedding? yeah, people need to realize what the consequences of their actions are because he didn't think it was that big of a deal, but it actually is a big deal. You're jamming a bunch of other people up, right? It's rude to the person that is getting married. Um, it's rude to all your other friends who have to like figure out why this guy's not here during the time. I, I just so think, wait. It, oh, I'm
1: sorry, ahead. not to interrupt you, but did he just not show up to the altar?
0: I forget exactly what the story was. It was a habit. Like this this was their friend who constantly flaked on a bunch of different things. And it just kind of like went to, it reached a point where everyone's like, dude, then just, we're not, we're going to stop inviting you to places because you're, you can't be held accountable. You're now starting to like have this negatively impact our lives. And I don't think those kinds of people really understand what they're doing until it's shoved right into their face. That's why I think this invoice is like, hey, you want to be an asshole? That's fine. Here's a $500 bill because you're an asshole. And
1: it takes less than one minute to send a text. I was going to say 20 seconds, but maybe if you're crafting a nice message, a minute to text them and be like, something came up whatever it is we're dealing with. We're so sorry. We're not going to be at the wedding, but just a heads up, we're not coming to Jamaica. So it's, you know what I mean? It's not even like in today's world, you had to pick up the phone and they weren't at home or whatever. You could literally type out a message. I guarantee the people that didn't show up, spent time on social media, scrolling their Instagram feeds or whatever. You could have found the time to text them. And now what happens? Okay. So let's spin this forward. What happens if the couple refuses to pay the invoice? Then what do
0: you do? Uh, then I kind of feel like that probably will happen. Yeah, and I do too, which is I, why I ask. I think then you have to say, okay, is this really like a friend that I want to have around? Because I think if you're sending this invoice, this is an isolated incident, right? You're pretty annoyed at this point that this <laughs> couple, or maybe it's one of them, but this couple as a duo uh, has probably done some shady shit that has annoyed you in the past. So this might be sort of the straw that breaks the camel's back. And if your friendship is over because of that, then I think they're probably cool with it. You have made this bed. Now you have to live in it. And that's not being friends with us. Damn. The okay. question is, though, if okay, if it wasn't a destination wedding, would you feel the same way? I would, actually. I just think it's rude.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're charging for the dinner. The dinner is the dinner, right? It's yeah, not like they're charging a for bucks. a hotel and whatever else. It's just the, the actual ceremony dinner that they're charging them for.
0: Yeah. It's not that difficult to give somebody a heads up unless there was some sort of circumstance, but it doesn't seem like there was some sort of, you know, last minute circumstance that could explain away their absence. Like the invoice, I would imagine that they just ghosted and didn't talk about it.
1: So I have to tell you this true story. I was in a wedding not that long ago. And um, since I was in the wedding, I was sitting at the head table and I had flown in from Canton and flew in for the wedding that morning. So, a ton of my friends were going to be at the wedding, but because I was away for work, I hadn't kind of checked in with everybody since I had to go straight to the stuff to get ready for the wedding. So one of my guy friends was invited to the wedding, and since I was coming from Canton, I wasn't bringing a plus one. And the bride said, "Why don't you just have our friend join you at the head table?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, great. He knows everybody. It'll be fun. I haven't seen him in a while." So you know, like I said, I flew in that morning, rushed to hair and makeup, rushed to pictures. We get to the ceremony. I didn't even think anything of it. Like I wasn't looking for him at the ceremony, just worried about standing up there and supporting my friend. We get to the reception and I sit down at the table and I'm like, where's my friend? I don't see him here. So I texted him. Where are you? No response. The food starts coming out. See, the salad is presented. I go, where are you, are you coming? Like, what yeah, is going are you okay? on? Are you okay? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I texted him a picture of his plate with his name on it. And I go, hi, did you forget about the wedding for our friend? I'm here. You're sitting with me at the table. Where are you? And he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, the wedding is not for three weeks. I go, the wedding is happening right I now. I just sent you a
0: picture that would, that would suggest otherwise.
1: And he called me and he was panicking. He goes, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) The Wedding is right now. And thankfully he lived in the same city as the wedding. And he goes, Michelle, I don't, I don't even know how this could have possibly happened. He sent me a screenshot of his calendar. He had put it in, like, let's say the date was August 9th. He had put it in as the 19th. He had just scheduled it wrong in his calendar. He goes, I'll be there in 30 minutes. So he jumped in the shower, threw on a suit. Ubered over and he made it. But had I not texted him, had he not been at the head table that yeah. I had not texted him, he would have completely forgot about. the But just genuinely total accident, no malice, was not trying to be shady, just had innocently put it in the wrong date in his calendar.
0: I've got a couple of friends, dudes who without significant others, and I actually could probably be put into this category that I would totally understand if that happened to them, that they would just yeah. be like, oh yeah, shit. Like if it wasn't for Maddie, I don't know how I'd get shit done. My, I'm a terrible <laughs> scheduler, planner. I just kind of fly things, by you know, the seat of my pants. I'm like, all right, yeah, what do we got today? Like if I have, if someone's like, hey, what are you doing in a couple of weeks? I'll be like, Maddie, am I busy on this day? So I assume that guy's single? Uh, yes. That happens. I'm not surprised by that at all. But at least he was nice enough to like hurry up and you actually get there. But that is kind of like a nightmare scenario. But again, getting back to the story about our friends who, well, not our friends, but in this, in this story who got married and sent the invoice, I'm pretty sure this wasn't some sort of little accident. I would imagine if the invoice was sent, that it was a big issue.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying it does happen where you can genuinely forget or something could go down. It doesn't have to be, oh, we just don't feel like going and we're not telling anyone.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a shitty feeling by, by that guy though. I would, I would be mortified because i'm sure you just feel like the worst person ever too like great i'm like oh. here i forgot my and especially because you you had planned for it and you yes. it's not like you feel like you did anything wrong but you did actually kind of fuck up pretty <laughs> pretty badly uh you're like oh, shit all right
1: steve i went to get a cocktail outside at the bar and like the garden area and i come i was chatting with some of my friends from college i come back in and i'm like where's my friend i look over he's doing the worm on the dance floor with an entire circle around him the band is in the center cheering him so on you brought and I saw him, he was dressed in sweat. He goes, I had a lot of stuff to make up for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no. So that, that's... I had to
1: get it on a 10 to make up for my absence. And I go, you just, you just missed the salad and the Andre. You were here for dessert and cocktails and dancing, which is all that matters.
0: That's the most important part too. You, right. you don't actually need to go to the wedding itself. Just be there when everyone's having fun.
1: But just the text from him back, which? What period? I love how he told you,
0: <laughs> no, it's in three weeks, and you're like, I'm I'm currently here sitting at the table. No, it is that na- is now.
1: I faced negative. I was like, I'm in the dress.
0: Hey, dude, I'm like in
1: full hair and makeup, in the dress. Unless forever. a couple
0: hundred other people also put this in their calendar incorrectly, you are wrong, sir.
1: He was like, I don't understand. And what happened was he was doing a triathlon later in the month. And so I think he, his dates got confused because of training and all, whatever. But anyway, shout out. He made you love you learn. That's yes. all right. That's forgivable. So should we draft Steve? Should we, yeah, should let's we do a dude draft? Let's do this. Okay. Time for the official small talk dude look draft. Steve, would you like to go first? I'm just going to go ahead and present it to you on a platter because I don't even know if we're going to have the same looks.
0: I don't think we are. I don't even think this is a draft where we're competing to see who wins. We're just, we're just throwing stuff out there of like looks that we think are cool, right, for a dude. And some of these, by the way, I don't even know if I could pull off. I'm just envious of other guys that can do this. Actually, one of them, I definitely know I can't pull off. So I guess, yeah, we'll just just draft here and play some parameters here. This is cosmetic choices. This Mm -hmm. is clothing, kind of some general vibes, I guess. Not personality type stuff, but but aesthetics. Clothes and clothes, hair, whatever you want to do. And mine aren't in order. I don't really have any of these in order, but I'm just going to go right for this one because it's one that I've actually checked off my list already. Oh, okay. Uh, a well-executed sloppy man bun. <laughs> now, not everybody can pull it off, first off, okay? True. Some guys, when they have the bun, they kind of look like a medieval squire, or they just they look like a strange person, right? And then other guys, they look like Jon Snow, Um there seems to be no in between either. Either you are, you're a man bun guy or you're a guy trying to pull off a man bun. You know, there's, very, there's two very separate camps in that. So I'm, I'm really talking about the guys that could pull it off. But a well-executed sort of sloppy dude man bun, a lot of times that comes with a beard or some kind of facial hair situation. And usually you have pretty good style if you're wearing a man bun or you're probably a stoner or you do a lot of edibles. So there's like one of two camps there. But with the first pick, and again, there's probably cooler looks, but I'm just going to do it because I've already checked this one off my list. A well-executed sloppy man bun.
1: Not surprised that you went there first. I had a feeling you would have man bun guy on your list. I'm with you. When done right, it is incredible. I also have noticed recently, and I say this with all due respect, I am not trying to throw shade, but um, I just think it's- We like shade. Throw some shade. Okay. I'll throw some shade. I think that um, a lot of guys don't have the self-awareness about their hairline when they're trying to put the hair back in the man bun. A lot of uh what are these called widow widow's peaks yeah deal? And it's not that it's bad, but it just it's very when your hair is down like yours, you can't tell a lot of the widow's peaks on the guy, but when it's pulled back, you can tell it exactly where the, yeah, where the hairline is is receding. You're putting it on display for everyone.
0: Yeah, and there was actually—I don't know if this was ever proven to be true. I think it was that when you have a man bun, it actually contributes to hair loss because of the amount of shit that you're doing to your hair and you're pulling it back. And I actually—I did lose a lot. I should—I shouldn't say that. Hair for mine falls out all the time. I'm not losing my hair, but like there's just hair in the shower or whatever. And I noticed it so much more when my hair was long and I had a bun. So mm-hmm. there is actually probably some truth to that. And maybe guys are just pulling that thing way too tight and it's screwing up their like their scalp situation. So that's why I said well-executed sloppy bun because I think when it's sloppier, A, it looks more natural. You look like you're a little bit cooler when you do it. When it's pulled back, you know you know who's do you know who Zlatan Ibrahimovic is? Probably of not. Course, He's like yeah. A, you do? Okay. NLF so NLF he, has like a, he has a really tight, he does. tight bun. I don't love that look. I think you kind of look like a pirate and or like a samurai. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like the one where it's a little bit, you know, it's loose in the front. The thing maybe is hanging a little bit to the side, not that tight back thing, because I think that's not even good for your hair. So um, those guys who you're talking about who are maybe exposing their hairlines, that might be the problem. The bun is too tight. Yeah, but
1: Zlatan does not think there's one thing wrong with his hair choice. No, he's the most confident guy. That's right. That's right. But you're right. There are kind of ballet vibes with him. It's almost like Lexwan-esque. It's very Mm -hmm. tight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, I do miss my man bun, but the process of getting to the man, bun I don't want to grow my hair out again. It was just such a process. Um, so shout out to all the guys that went through that. Although do you think it's out of style? Because I was talking to Maddie a little bit about this. The man bun phase is I had my man bun five, six years ago. I mean, a long time ago, I kind of felt like I was at the, you know, the very beginning of the sort of the trend. Do you feel like it's going out of style?
1: Um, I think I'm seeing it less and less, but I also feel like it has not gone out of style, no, especially now that fall's coming up, you know, a little bit of a sweater action, longer hair. I feel like there's yeah. always the, I'm kind of in a wilderness mood vibe that you could pull off.
0: Cardigan, t shirt, skinny jeans, man bun. If we're, if we're talking specific dude looks. That's what we're going for.
1: Okay. That's your number one overall. All right, Steve. So for my number one pick here, And I think this might surprise you a little, but also not surprise you. I'm going super vague or or super general. It's not vague. That's okay. It's, It's general. The number one look for me, and I think basically every guy can pull it off. Is backwards hat guy. Backwards hat guy. You know me, I'm a base a baseball loving girl. And there's just something about a guy when he flips that hat backwards, <laughs> he becomes a different dude. Things start
0: happening. Yeah,
1: Things start happening. The confidence goes up a tick. It's just like the cool points crank up a little when you wear your hat backwards. And And I'm not even talking like flat bill backwards guy because I feel like that's too overdone. But just I'm running errands or I am getting ready to go to the gym and we're going to flip it around backwards. Backwards hat guy. Chef's kiss that will never go out of style that, for me. That's
0: that's incredibly surprising to me that that would be your number one dude look backwards because I would tell you that it depends on the hat. It very much depends on the style of hat. Flat brim.
1: Agreed. Which is I don't like the not flat it. bill guy. I don't like no. flat bill. Period. I think that's
0: uh not like the early 2000s flat, like Yankee fitted flat bill that people would like wear to the side, like K fed. No, not that kind. No, they're like the cool camping hats that are like kind of flat brim that are a little bit more cool and trendy and hipstery that are better. But I would say I think the best one is dad hat backwards, right? Totally the latch agree. hat. So I like
1: it to be a little worn in.
0: hmm Yep. A little miscolored for sure. Like the back is probably a little bit bent in the wrong way. Totally. Honestly, the hat bent. might not even look good forward. I have hats that I that I do not wear forward that I only wear backwards. That's right. Um, because they just don't that it's just the, the style of the hat. So and trucker hats are very hit or miss on this. I think yeah. some of them could look good. The problem is I have a very small head. So you know, I'll have only a couple of latches or a couple of what we call buttons in the front, where I Where I do. It, and it's like a very small sort of circle. It has to be a little bit wider for, I think it to look good on a trucker hat or a mesh hat. So not everybody can pull it off either. I think fitted hats actually don't look good backwards. I don't know if you disagree like the, like a baseball hat. I don't think those look very good backwards. I'm really only well, kind of leaning towards the dad hat.
1: No, a fitted hat can look great backwards. Trust me.
0: I feel like you kind of look like an adolescent when that, when it's a fitted backwards hat. Do you remember the old Colin know. Cowherd rant when he was calling out Tony Romo because he, he was wearing a backwards hat and basically was like, the face of your franchise should never be wearing a backwards hat. Like, you know? And
1: every girl in America was like, disagree. Respectfully,
0: <laughs> you're, you're incorrect, sir. Now he got so much shit for that because he was incredibly wrong because backwards hats are cool, but it, it is really dependent on the style of hat.
1: All right. What do you have next?
0: Surprising pick out of you. I, that's I know. Number one. Yeah. My goodness. And it's um, so again, different mine are, from
1: all my other picks.
0: Mine are really in no order. So I, I, I put the bun one first. I, who, who knows? Whatever. This next one, though, I think would be very high if I did actually rank them. Guy in a tweed suit. Even a tweed, I'll take a there tweed again. jacket. OK, I wanted to wear a tweed suit at my wedding. It just didn't really work out. Like I couldn't really find the right style that matched with Maddie's bridesmaid dresses or whatever. I ended up going with um, like a grayish thing that kind of looked a little bit older. It was actually Mm -hmm. linen, even though it didn't really look linen. Um, But I I wanted to wear a tweed suit. I compromised and I got a tweed blazer that I wore to the rehearsal dinner, which I love. It's like a nice brown tweed. But I love blue tweed, a good green tweed, uh, even gray. I love those early 20th century vibes. I want to look like a Peaky Blinder. So a guy that's wearing a tweed suit Basically, I'm talking about Tommy Shelby. Uh, that's who. That's who I'm talking about. Who? Uh, Tommy Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Come on. I've
1: never seen it. Is uh, this Cillian,
0: Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy, whatever you pronounce his name. What oh, do you I say? I thought
1: it was Tom. I thought you, this was like a Tom Hardy deal. Tom
0: Hardy is in it. Uh, he okay. is in it as a side character. But yes, Google Tommy Shelby, Michelle, and that is that is what I'm talking about. Those do guys. They look, Stand by. You know, they're just dapper. They're dapper dudes, and they look good. And um, I think that look is kind of timeless. It's also like kind of college professory. I just think. No matter what, if you see a guy in a tweed suit, you're like, that guy's smart. That guy has his shit figured out. And uh, that's why I think it's an, it's an elite, elite dude look.
1: I also like Tommy Shelby's haircut. This is a whole
0: look. I've this experimented with look. that. I've experimented with that. Very short on the sides. Um, wavy, pushed down to the front. Very good look. A lot of dudes are, are rocking that today.
1: Tommy Shelby looks like a guy you don't want to mess with. He looks like he may have a, knife, a knife in his back pocket.
0: Well, do you know why they call him the Peaky Blinders, right?
1: No, I've never watched a show.
0: Because they have razor blades in their hats. And when they would fight people, they would take their hat off and slice them with, with the razor blade. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds like something I will never watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, Okay. It's actually like a top five show all time for me. Easily. It's a great show. I actually think you would love it. Uh, my sisters love it. Maddie loves it. You should, small talk audience, we need to convince Michelle, you actually, I think you would sneaky love Peaky Blinders. It's a little bit gory, not Game of Thrones gory, but it's, it's like Game a great period piece.
1: I I put this out on Twitter because we had talked about Yellowstone and Mm -hmm. the hit or miss reviews. And I said, should I watch Yellowstone or should I watch Friday Night Lights again for like the third time? And it was overwhelming people saying yes to Yellowstone. I think it was like 80%.
0: I've been told Yellowstone's great too. I'm not a big Kevin Cosner guy. We've talked about this. I'm not a huge Cosner guy. Anyway.
1: Okay. Coming in at number two for me in the small talk dude look draft. And this is more specific. (laughs) But it is a tailored camel coat, almost a pea coat with a scarf. Tailored camel coat guy with a scarf. And hear me out. This screams, I have style and I've spent my money wisely because this coat fits me well. This scarf is part of a look and it can go anywhere from. Now, where it's like a more tailored sleeve and it's a little bit more fitted, you know, it's like straight lines for a guy. Or even think back, Steve, to like, like Mr. McAllister and Home Alone, right? When he went to the airport Mm -hmm. and he's running through the airport, he's got on a camel coat and a scarf, and he's like, I am going somewhere fancy. I'm wearing my camel coat. We're going to France. They're on the camel coat. I think that. Every guy needs a really nice neutral looking coat in their closet. And if you throw on a good scarf with it, you're always going to look very sharp.
0: I uh, love this pick out of you. Um, I need some clarification though, on the camel thing. Is that specifically talking about the color because it's like a beige color? Yes.
1: I like it to be okay. neutral. like a, uh, Anywhere from nude to camel.
0: OK, I, I'm all for Stand this, even. by the way, I'm sure Tommy Shelby and the other guys at Peaky Blinders, they, they wear camel coats all right. the time. And they're probably some some versions of Tweed as well. So we're, we're just people helping people here. I, I absolutely love this look. I think it's great. Um, I would argue that I think it looks good with skinny jeans, maybe even a hoodie underneath it. I think that would be pretty, a, a pretty, pretty trendy, cool look for a dude. That guy always looks cool, no matter what. I have a peacoat, and it's like a, a long, long, tight peacoat. It's the same sort of style as that. It's just it's navy blue. It's not the camel version. But I'm very open to getting a camel version after hearing what you what you, uh, what you just said.
1: This is for our YouTube audience only. But. Every guy it that I'm right. showing you yep. in this camel coat, and these are, these are even without a scarf, but you can wear it with boots. You can wear it with tennis shoes and a black t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You can wear it with dress shoes. Uh, Whatever you put look, on with a camel coat, you're going to look smoking hot.
0: That look. I'm just going to describe it for the people that, that aren't on YouTube, but you should check us out on YouTube because all the episodes are uploaded <laughs> there. What's up? Shameless plug. It's like a skinny, almost light jean. That, that I think is a good look and yes. tennis shoes. Oh, and whether they're new balance or like the Nike kill shots. I'm not like a big, I'm, I'm not a, the sneakers app guy with those trendy, weird color sneakers that everybody wears. I, now. Don't, like, I don't, I don't like, yeah, I, I don't get that at all. So no, I'm not talking about you. And honestly, if we did an anti dude look, I feel like the, that sneaker thing is just, that would be my anti dude look draft. That'd probably be my number one pick, but you go for like a classic, like a, like a Jack Purcell or a Converse or um, like I said, the kill shots or a good new balance shoe with that jacket. Oh, Awesome. Awesome. look.
1: One of my favorite things uh, about going to New York all the time. One of the things I really miss about New York is going to brunch on a Saturday or Sunday, sitting outside and people watching. It and anytime that you would be at brunch, there was always some dude that would walk by and he would have on a t-shirt and a perfectly tailored camel coat with mm-hmm. the tennis shoes. And I'm like, that guy oozes. I am sexy and I am confident and I am cool. We have a lot of guys that listen to this. If you need to make a purchase, get a tailored camel coat. It, 10 out of 10 times, it's going to work for you. Michelle, no 10 lie. Out of 10
0: I mean, no, no brainer. No, no lie, my long peacoat, my navy one that I was just talking about, it's, it's a little old. I've had it for a while, and I've been sort of thinking about buying a new coat. I think you've sold me on, on the camel coat. I think I need to make the investment. They're a little expensive, and especially if you photo? buy the right one, but it's one of those things where like, it's w- well worth it in no the long run.
1: I have one more photo for you, Steve. Look at this guy. Layered sweater underneath with dress pants.
0: I don't love a cardigan under, under a jacket like but that.
1: But what I'm telling you is that it's so versatile. It
0: is. It's, so it's a good. Versatile. It's an okay look. I'm not a big cardigan under a jacket look. I just think the layering kind of looks a little bit off. But but throw a white t shirt or a in sweatshirt on that, and that's that's right up my alley. See, so All right.
1: look at this with the vest, Steve, and even with yes. a little. I like little the green pants.
0: Yep, bring your green hat. I'm telling you, um, okay. Yeah, no, I, you knocked out one of the part. I actually think that's better than your first one uh, by a mile. Okay. So, uh, ahead, all right. We're halfway so through. Next. My, this is my number three. I'm going to go for a little bit of a weird one here. Um, and this is going to probably be my most, this is going to be my most controversial pick for sure. And I don't even know the name of this, but I'm going to describe it to you because I've talked about wanting this look, but I don't think I can pull it off. The guys who bleach their hair but then also it starts to sort of grow back in. So it's bleached, but you can still see the dark hair is kind of coming through and then they style their hair a certain way, whether it's like, a, you know, with pomade or, you know, they have like a part and like a harsh sort of comb over type thing. Not like comb over because you're balding, but like the side swipe kind of hair look. That look to me, a lot of soccer players have this look. I don't know if there's a name for it whatsoever. You also kind of have to be tan. But you can't kind of be, I think I'm too pale. That's one of the reasons that I don't, that I haven't really rocked it yet. But I think that look is really cool and exotic and I've always wanted to try it, but I have not had the balls to do it.
1: Remember when we were in Chicago and I tried to get you so dozed up so that we could go dye your hair blonde. I need, I was this close. I was this
0: close. Maybe when I come back from uh, my Mexico trip in like a month or so, and I'll actually have a good tan on me. Maybe I'll actually do that because it's such a cool look. And I think it's like, it's a little bit urban. It's a little bit exotic, but I still think those dudes look really dapper. And, uh, and I think you could wear a camel coat or whatever the heck you described it with that kind of haircut and look oh, yeah. really, really trendy in New York City. So again, these are, you could layer our draft picks. Like you could combine a couple of these things if you wanted to, like I said, take your game from like a C minus to about an A minus. You could layer a couple of our picks and do that. And I think this hairstyle with that jacket or even a tweed suit, chef's kiss.
1: Okay. Coming in at number three for me, Steve, number three on the small talk dude look draft for team Smallman. <laughs> is linen pants, white shirt, vacation guy. Very simple, very classic, usually with a little bit of a tan, as you're mentioning. But there's something about a guy in white linen drawstring pants and probably a leather sandal um, and maybe a crisp white shirt that screams... I am casual. I am cool. I am down to cocktail. I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation and we're having a good time, but also I am stylish. Also, I took great care in curating this outfit. I'm wearing linen because I want you to know that I'm likely going to sweat, but it's not going to bother me.
0: Yeah. I feel like that that look is exactly for guys that that sweat a lot um, and they can get away with it because they're wearing that outfit. Yeah. And that's okay.
1: But, you know, I see a lot of guys on vacation that are doing the flip-flops cargo shorts deal. And let me tell you, boys, that's not it, but it's not. Well, it.
0: well, first off cargo shorts in general are not it. Um, okay. You know, this actually brings up a good point too. What kind of flip-flops? Because I, I have just recently learned that our thong sandals for dudes, super chuggy, I guess, as the kids would say, is that no longer okay?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I just think it has to be a very specific leather type of flip-flop for it to normally even look kind of okay on a dude.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I just buy like the cheap J. Crew ones that are like super whatever. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Birkenstocks. Are you pro Birkenstocks?
1: I'm anti. I think that everyone wearing them now thinking they look cool is going like totally to look it. back in five years and be like, why did I think I could pull that off? I'm not crunchy
0: because yeah, i read a tweet that was like if you're a guy and you're and you're still wearing thong sandals and not birkenstocks you need to reassess your life and i was like oh my god i feel seen right now like this is <laughs> this guy's talking to me i don't like birkenstocks and i i don't wear like thong sandals out you know i just wear them you know if i'm going to like pick up or get gas or something quick like i just wear them around town i'm not gonna like dress up in thong sandals but right. i was just so seen and offended i'm like am i out of touch right now what is no, happening I think-
1: I think people that wear Birkenstocks want to tell you how cool they are. And I think if you have to tell people how cool your footwear is, you're reaching, you're trying too hard.
0: Birkenstocks with socks too. That's just, that's a look where I just don't, if that's cool, I don't want to be cool. I'm sorry. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. But, uh, but your linen, your linen pants situation. I'm not usually a huge linen guy, but if I'm on vacation and I got like a cocktail in my hand, yeah, totally. That's a great look. Not everybody can pull that off though.
1: I've also seen dudes when they go out, on, uh, go out on vacation at night and it gets a little chilly, wear like a very thin gauzy sweater with linen pants, also a very good look. Trust yeah. me when I tell you. I wish, again, do you, do you need some photo and I reinforcements Yeah, I okay. do.
0: Again, another reason for, you know, to, to watch this on YouTube. But because um, I'm more of the linen top, the linen button down that I am a linen pant. You know, if I'm on vacation, I'm probably wearing a swimsuit with a linen top, a linen button down top, probably white, definitely some chest hair showing for sure, at least three, probably four buttons undone, if we're being honest. Um, but mean, the, the I'm, the not, I'm not really familiar with the linen pants situation. Let me show you.
1: Oh, I mean, this is a great example.
0: Interesting. Those are, that looks like a white jean from here, but I'll, I'll take your word that it's, a, that it's a linen pant. It's a
1: fitted linen. But
0: I get It, it looks point. good. Again, he's really tan. You look better when you're tan. Any look, you're going to look better when you're tan. But that guy's pretty tan. You're so right. You Everybody
1: needs to be tan to really rock linen. It's a little unfortunate. But I'm just saying when you pull it off correctly, it's a good look.
0: It is. It is. It's a very specific location and time look, but a good look nonetheless. Yes. Um, all right. This is my last one. And I'm torn between a couple of different things. We can maybe talk about the ones that didn't get picked after we're done. But I'm going to go with this one because I just think it's a timeless vibe. And it's something that I strive to be maybe in a couple of years to be in that look. The suburban dad vibe who doesn't try to look good, but just does look good naturally because he's wearing. And I I say this and I know I'm going to get made fun of it because. Will Kane, I've joked about, called me Mal Cerruti once because I wore J. Crew <laughs> occasionally. But uh, this is like the J. Crew dad day. vibe where you're kind of wearing jeans and a shirt and you don't really do a ton of work on your look, right? You probably have a scruffy beard because you didn't edge it or trim it up at a barbershop and your hair isn't some cool trendy thing, but you just look good. You look dad hot, you know, and you go to like the soccer game and all the other moms are like, oh man, I'm so jealous of that guy, of that guy's wife because he's like a babe and he's not trying to be a babe. So suburban dad hop vibe, that is an elite vibe that I hope to strive to in about 10 years.
1: Can I tell you what we call that?
0: What? MILF or DILF? The
1: DILF. It's yeah. a dill look. Yeah. And you're totally right. Again, Saturday, Sunday morning, going to brunch. There's the dad wearing the joggers, showing a little ankle. He maybe has on a hoodie with a jacket over mm-hmm. it, maybe a beanie. And he's pushing his baby in the stroller. And he looks so hot and cool. It's like dad porn. It's a he's,
0: he's in shape, but he's not fit, if that makes sense. You know, he doesn't yes. have bulging muscles, but you're like, oh, yeah, he's pretty well put together. Like no dad bod situation. He just looks good. Although you can actually look good in that situation, a dad by one of my friend's dads. And my friend used to always get made fun of this. Like his dad's just hot. He was been hot his entire life. He just looked young. He's a naturally good looking dude. And he didn't always, you know, he wasn't flamboyant in anything that he wore or his hairstyles. He was just a naturally good looking dude who cleaned up nicely. You know what I mean? Cared about his his look, but didn't care too much about his look where it was like, wow, that guy's trying too hard. Suburban dad vibe, 100% Dilf, you nailed it. The only thing is Dilf's there are DILFs that do try really hard. Would you consider if this guy I'm describing wore one of those camel jackets you're talking about? Like, I think he'd be trying too hard. That's not the guy I'm talking no. about right now. He no. would never wear that jacket.
1: No, you can still wear that jacket and give DILF vibes. Both of those things can coexist at the same time. No doubt.
0: But this guy's not wearing that jacket. He probably has...
1: A puffer jacket?
0: Know. Yeah, yeah. A probably a, a Patagonia puffer jacket. Yeah, that's a good call, for sure. Totally. And he's just, But it's well put together. That's he has like thing. a
1: Montclair jacket on.
0: Yes. Great call. Absolutely. Because you
1: know what? He's like, I'm a dad and I have enough money to spend a thousand dollars on this coat.
0: Yep. His wife probably wears one of those, uh, what is it? The Canada goose jackets. That's probably the scene there. Yeah, for sure.
1: Dilf, Dilf vibes. Okay, Steve. So I have two left and I think you'll hate one and maybe agree with the other. So I'm going to go with, I'll tell you which one I'm going to leave on the board because I think (laughs) you're going to be like, what? But I love gold chain guy.
0: What does that even mean?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, like a guy that you wears kinda, like a gold chain. And we're not talking like huge, thick chain, but kind of like this, like a delicate gold chain. Maybe there's a cross on there. Maybe it's a saint's medal, an Italian good luck charm, whatever flips your boat. I just think a guy that wears a necklace, a gold necklace, uh, understated is very sexual.
0: You know, what's funny about that is I wore a gold chain in my high school yearbook picture, my senior <laughs> pictures. And I get made fun of it to this day by my family, (laughs) by Maddie. And you're the one telling me that this look is all of a sudden somewhat hot. This is groundbreaking to me. It was a a cross and it was a thin gold chain with a cross. And I have gotten ridiculed for years for this look. And you're sitting here telling me this is actually one of your top dude looks. My mind is blown.
1: I think that that holds the test of time. And I think it was probably hot then, Stephen. It's hot now. And I think maybe your guy friends are making fun of you. For no, them. not my I'm guy jealous. friends.
0: My, my sisters and my wife make fun of me for this.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's my New Jersey heritage. I mean, it's an Italian thing. Mom, I think a little and bit. my Italian thing, but there's just something about a guy where all of a sudden he ingests his shirt a little and you're like, is that a P? Pe- Am I peeping a gold chain in there? What's up? It What's just that? Or he feels goes on vacation and he takes his shirt off and you're like, oh, gold chain love.
0: It just feels a little bit dated and a little bit um, too young. I, think, I know
1: many an adult man that wears I think like
0: guys chain. just out of high school like, rocked out look because they no. think it's, ah, see, I don't, I, I, I guess you. we just, yeah, we definitely disagree on that one. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I should bring my gold. I don't even know where my gold chain is. I think I probably lost it. Will them.
1: you for the next pod, please wear the gold chain? Or at I don't least have, have it. The I photo, don't have it. At least have it. the
0: I, photo. I, I can get you the photo, but I do not have the chain. I have no idea where it went. Um,
1: okay. I really am dying to see that, but I'm leaving it on the table. I'm leaving it on the table. It's a good
0: call. Okay.
1: (laughs) Because I don't know, that might be just a personal preference. I think a lot of people listening are like, what? But anyway, coming in last for me, and again, this one might be surprising too. I was thinking three piece suit guy, but I think I kind of covered that with the camel coat. Mm -hmm. Any outfit that you're going to wear that's tailored to your body is going to be amazing. But, Steve, Coming in at number four and my final pick for me in the small talk dude look draft. I think I'm going to go with pink guy. And you're like, what? I think guys that embrace a good pastel color, specifically pink, usually do it for a lot of women or dudes. I think a lot of dudes might respect the the, uh, the choice too. Like Fernando Tatis Jr. when he showed up at the baseball all-star game wearing a light pink. It wasn't necessarily bubblegum, but it was like a beautiful light pink tailored suit. And he looked so amazing. I loved that look. We could even go back to the Kanye pink polo. I just think that it's a bold choice for a guy to wear pink. Not so much bold anymore, but most dudes when when I was doing research for this draft. I was Googling dude fashion and yeah. everything was black. It was Navy. It was gray. Yeah. It was neutral. There was no incorporation of color. And I think when spring comes and guys start to pop out color, it brings a little something to them. And so I'm going with dudes that wear color, especially pink as my number four pick.
0: I don't know if I like this one either. I have a pink shirt. I've worn it, I think, on the pod before. Um, I don't really think anything of it, to be honest with you. Uh, just a shirt I have. It's a comfortable t-shirt. But the Kanye thing, I mean, the pink polos, that's so incredibly dated. Like If you're wearing a pink polo in 2021, uh, there's probably an issue, Um, or and I always think of Cameron. Didn't yeah. Cameron? He he always wore pink, right? Yeah, when we were yeah. growing up, and I love Cameron. Yeah. But it just it it feels like we went through like a dude pink phase, and that's that phase has been over for like at no, least a back. decade now. It's back. Uh, what do you mean it's back? I, I don't think I know that many guys that wear pink. I've never even seen. I I know the one you're talking about, and there are some athletes certainly that do that, but I think they're trying really hard, and I think you know athletes like that they always push the boundaries of fashion, but every guy cannot pull that off you have to really feel yourself to pull that look off and i don't even know if the juice is worth the squeeze on it
1: i'm t- telling you it's a very specific color pink we're not talking bright pink we're not talking magenta even it's a very delicate light shade of pink
0: so you're telling me okay hypothetically to find a good photo. let's compare two things a guy shows up skinny jeans good look well put together and he's wearing like an all black outfit, right? He's like black jeans and a black tee, really sharp looking. And then another guy comes in with whatever the equivalent of that sharp look, but he's wearing a light pink shirt. You actually think the, the guy wearing light pink looks better?
1: I wonder if this is like a blondes versus brunettes conversation because I have gotten so many people commenting on my hair now that I'm a blonde and they're like, it just, it's striking. Like you as a, blonde is striking it is. and maybe that's kind of how I, you know what I mean? Because it's, it doesn't match my features, So it pops and they're not saying I'm striking. They're saying the color is striking. And I think maybe that's where I'm going with guys. When you're in a sea of dudes, Steve, that are wearing dark colors and neutrals and then you come in as a man and you're wearing a light pink shirt, it pops. It makes people, t- Oh, okay. I expect the choice. Right. It makes you pay attention to them.
0: I need to see looks. I need to see examples. I think that's, I'm trying to picture it in my head and I just, I don't have it. Every time you, I picture it, I picture like 2009, (laughs) you know, like I picture like, I picture when college dropout came out in 2003. That's not, I don't picture 2021 style.
1: That's a good look. Okay. Here's an example. Pink shirt.
0: Is that guy straight? Not that it matters. It doesn't matter at all, but I, I, that guy doesn't look straight to me.
1: It just came up for pink shirt. Well-dressed man.
0: He is a well-dressed man. He looks really good. I just don't know if that's attainable by your average straight guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm complimenting him in okay. that. Like I just think that that's, that's a Harry tough look Styles for me to pull off. Harry Styles, okay. Perfect. Harry Styles is in a category of his own. If you try to mimic coolest. Harry Styles' style, you are going to fail. Period. He is probably <laughs> the most exotic dresser of any male celebrity going right now, right? And he pulls a lot of it off, but he also pulls it off because he's Harry Styles. So I don't even think you can say the average guy can step up and wear a pink thing like Harry Styles.
1: Here's Tay Diggs looking like a full snack in a pink shirt.
0: That's a nice, it's a good look. Same. Yeah, it's a good look. I, I wouldn't say it's, a, it's bad. I just think, I don't know. It just, it just feels a little dated to me. It feels a little dated. And now I'm trying to figure out which one's worse. I still think Gold Chain is worse. I think you made the right call, but, but at what cost? Because you picked this.
1: <laughs> Wait, I've got to look up. Um, a photo of a gold chain guy that I'm looking for to show you what I'm thinking here.
0: I know what you're talking about. You're talking about like the tan Italian dude who's younger. No, not even he Italian. probably works at a sub shop and he's wearing a white tee and he's got a, he's got like a, a gold Listen, chain on. I know what no, you're saying. He you're might be totally... wearing an apron because he's been churning dough all day.
1: Even even this guy, just a classic gold chain. This is from Google Images.
0: Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I just if I, that, I I if I wore that, I'd get made fun of. If I wore that, I'd get made fun of. I would. I Honestly, can't pull that off.
1: You're kind of describing my dream guy. A guy that wears a gold chain and that gives me free subs. I mean, what yeah, more could you ask for? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's 21 years old.
1: Wait, that is my dream, man. A guy who would be like, hey, I'm not only wearing a gold chain and likely a backwards hat, but I'm bringing you an Italian sub for dinner every You want night. cheese with
0: that? <laughs> yeah. Throwing
1: <laughs> some salt and vinegar chips and There are perks
0: to that relationship that I totally understand why. Uh, and I'm not talking about the gold chain, but uh, <laughs> not for me, not for me.
1: Except that it was free.
0: Okay, it was, was Ryan again. Gossling
1: looking too cool for school. That's not right? a gold, gold chain, though. Long- That's not a gold chain. Yes, it is. It's longer, but it's gold.
0: Again, you can. Can you compare Gosling to the average guy? The average guy is not going to be able to do that. He's just not. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: But this is how style happens, right? Beyonce wears something, and then I'm like, can I too wear booty shorts and knee high sequin boots? And maybe I can't, but I might try. Right? <laughs> I might find something a step below that works for me a little bit. Dip your bit. toe in this the water what...
0: before you dive right in. Yeah, I get that. Yep.
1: Maybe maybe a skirt and ankle booties, right? But we'll, we'll work in some sequence because we saw with Beyonce, this is what I'm saying. Maybe they're like, Ryan Gosling, gold chain looks really cool. Like maybe I should try that too. How about this?
0: What about the leather? You know, those guys that wear like leather bracelets and leather necklaces. I, I feel like that's a trend too. I'm so Um, out on leather. Okay, so that leather's out. Okay, I'm just just asking. I don't have that. I don't wear that either. I never did. I'm just wondering.
1: Leathers for seats, not for jewelry.
0: See, I think it looked good when it kind of came through, but I think it's sort of over now. I don't think gold chains are in now, but hey, maybe I'm wrong.
1: Classics, classic. Okay, well, hit us up on social media. Me at M Smallman. Steve at. Saruti, C-E-R-U-T-I. Or you could check us out on the Small Talk blog. I'm sure intern John's going to have a lot to say about this. Maybe next week we bring him in because we haven't talked to him in a while and get his thoughts on this. Because even though I feel like Steve, he always sides with you. You guys are very simpatico. So I that feel like fair. he's going to side with you. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: I want to hear from the Shelleys about things that we missed. Because I don't think we can, you could pick a winner out of the two of us that I don't really care about. Are there any styles that we miss? Because it was really hard to research this because it's so vague. You know, you Google like men's style trends or men's hair or fashion or, or grooming trends and so much shit comes up and I don't even know what's new and what's not. And I feel like there's probably a ton of things that we miss. And the, again, what you know started this conversation was the bald beard look, which I think I would have probably wow. had on this list, um, okay. but I didn't want to sort of repeat it. But there has to be a couple of things that we're missing. So if we are, send us your suggestions. We'll read them next week.
1: I almost put Henley guy on too, you know, like a long sleeve t-shirt with the three buttons. Very much like that.
0: Henley. On, I don't like Henley only guy. I like Henley's under button downs, you know, like the layering situation. You're almost like a lumberjack, but you're not actually, you're just going to, you know, you're just going to the bar that night. You're going to Applebee's. Uh, so I don't, I don't like the Henley only thing, probably because I don't have a chest. I'm not Jack guys with guys that can only wear Henley's have to have a big ass chest. You need pecs. And I have zero pecs. I have zero muscle really. Although Peloton has been going really well. Love it. PR is left and right.
1: Oh, you know what? Maybe our next draft is the Peloton instructor draft. Oh, man. Th- that, would be so cut-throat. that would be so cutthroat because I play favorites big time Me when too. it comes to Peloton instructors. And honestly, if I meet someone and they're like, oh, my favorite instructor is X, I'm like, this is mm-hmm. a lot about you.
0: My friends talk about this all the time. We, some of us have very different people. That I, I just, and I'll just, I'll do this because I don't care. I just got into Ben. I had never done a lot of Ben classes before. And now I like Ben, but he's, I don't even know if he cracked my top five. We'll see. I have a clear number one I and, it, and it's have. definitely not your, your number one.
1: Is it a girl or a guy?
0: I can't, I don't want to tell you. Okay. Okay. It okay. We'll, do, do, it, know, we'll yeah. do that later. This is going to be a very specific only Peloton, only people will get this. And we're very elitist in that. So I'm sorry, <laughs> but, um, although it's not that, it's not that elitist, it's not even that expensive and it's awesome. So if you don't have one, get it.
1: It's cheaper than a lot of gyms. We'll put it that way.
0: Yep. That's true. That's true. And you can, the playlist is so freaking important though. Like, it's so, I'll, which is, I'll which notice. is why
1: I pick certain instructors because yep. of the songs they pick.
0: Yep. yep. Exactly. I trust them. And you know how like you listen to like your favorite artist, and you go, all right, you know, the album might not be great, but I'll listen to it front to back because I trust their I trust them musically. That's how I feel about Peloton instructors. Like, yeah, all right. I'm like, you know, I don't know if this is great for me, but I'll, I'll trust them because right. I trust their playlist. Uh, judgment. That's right.
1: All right, Steve. Well, this was fun. Maybe we will read some of the Shelly's responses to what their favorite dude looks are next week, but hopefully we will be back in action again next week. Let's just get crazy and make it three weeks in a row. Why don't we? (laughs) Uh, But thank you to everyone for listening. Hopefully we talk to you next week, but until then, camel coat season is near.
0: Might just fuck around and bleach my hair. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.